you're listening with Laura Frank and the other guy. Hello and welcome to Frank's for Listening with Laura Frank and the other guy. That's me. That's you. Uh, now, should I say your name at this point? Or yeah, <laughs> you can if you like. Uh, Mr. <laughs> folks over there on the other microphone. And this is our very first podcast. It is. I am, I mean, I feel like it's obvious. I'm Laura Frank and uh, it's real nice to be here doing this with you. We got um, a little series of podcasts planned and hopefully they're going to be some fun. Thanks for tuning in. Um, all right, I'm going to let Nick come. Kind of, sorry, the other guy. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the other, the other guy. <laughs> Take over here and uh, and and bring us into segment one of uh, this podcast. What's going on? What's going on? Segment one uh, is Marvin Gay. What's been going on? <laughs> Thanks, Marvin. <sighs> so we're just asking you, uh, Laura Frank. What's been happening? What has been going on? You got any new projects on the on the burner? Uh, well, look, I think the most obvious one is starting this podcast, right? Yes. So we're starting a podcast. Nick was reading the news the other day and uh, an article came up about podcasts being all the rage. I mean, we've mm. been talking about doing one for ages, but I'd always thought, oh, who wants to listen to me rabbit on for 30 minutes? <laughs> the article, inter- interestingly, was about um, Neil Young. Ah. Taking his music off Spotify. Yeah, we're going to segue back to that. We later. will come back to that, but yeah. it was a Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell vibe yeah. going on, and yeah. Anyway, so he had this bright idea, and and here we are actually executing it. Mm. So thanks for being here with us, and thanks for listening. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, so we also uh, have been jumping on board another train uh, that we're about to launch at the moment, and you podcast listeners are the first to know about this. Congratulations. Mm. Um, we're we're uh, we're jumping on the Patreon bandwagon. And uh, we've been looking actually at some Patreon profiles, trying to see what the levels are and and what people are doing. And one person we stumbled across was um, the lovely Amanda Palmer, who Nick reminded me was the lead singer of the Dresden Dolls, whom I used to love when I was a teenager. Did they sing that song, um, Coin Operated Boy or Girl? Oh, is it a boy or a girl? I can't remember. (laughs) They sang that song, right? Um, I'd have to Google that. That'll be in our show Can notes. Can I come back to you? <laughs> yeah. In the show notes. We'll, we'll make a note of that and uh, we'll pop it in our show notes. Mm. Um, I'll just jot that down. And it was boy, by the way. Yeah, great. Yeah, corn operated boy. Yeah, cool. Um, she. So we did some quick maths on this. She is, she's got like, I she's don't know. She's doing okay. So many tears. And she has about 12 Thousand, did you say? Patreon, just over twelve thousand patronages, pa- patrons, yeah, patrons, <laughs> Patri- patronages. <laughs> nice one, the other guy. The other. <laughs> <laughs> Always chiming in. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, if, if you if we if you go off her average kind of actually we don't know our average do the maths we're totally guessing we are we are anyway she's, she's got she's, a mid tier it's about thirty four dollars a yeah. month and she has twelve over twelve thousand followers yeah. you do the maths yeah <laughs> she can at least afford her coffee yeah. every day 
All right, we've we've rambled on enough about these new projects. Let's yeah. uh, move on to the next segment. That's the power of news. Huey Lewis and the music news. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like that? I don't know. Huey Lewis and the music news. Welcome yeah. to music news. Yeah. Yeah, so we need to insert a disclaimer here. Nothing that we speak about on it's, this podcast is factually accurate. <laughs> yeah. We we may be like completely incorrect with our facts here, so please uh, don't take anything we say for gospel. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you take this first point because we're going to chat about um, a band that I have only been actually. I'm not going to lie; I haven't followed them ever, but. Um, I know of them. They're a famous, a very famous Australian band, and um, they're doing their final tour. They are this year. A lovely Australian band called Midnight Oil. Who, who you might have heard of. You might have heard of. Um, they reformed a little while ago, mm-hmm. and um, did a tour a couple of years ago, I think. And they're back to do their very final tour. Called Resist. It if starts I'm not in Tasmania. I believe. Oh, yeah. What a beautiful place to start. Around the 23rd of February. That's right. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we are going to see them, you and I. We are. My brother's a massive Midnight Oil fan. Shout out to uh, Broski. And um, he's convinced us to come along. So, all right. We're going to catch him in Bruce Vegas. Let's have a little chat about Midnight Oil. What makes them so good on stage? Because you've seen them before, right? Yes. Yeah, so why I've do you love them? A bunch of times. So much. It is the sheer energy. Yeah, okay. That is just exudes. And these guys now are in I think mostly in their 60s. Mm. And I saw them a couple of years ago. And they've it felt like they had just as much energy then as they did when I saw them back in the 1990s or something. Yeah, right. How old did you say? Late 60s? In their late, no, I think in their 60s. In their 60s. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They're doing all right. Yeah. Anyway, um, the, the bass player, Bones yeah. Hillman, passed away oh. last year, I think. That's quite sad. So they are playing with a new bass player. Mm-hmm. But they have decided that um, this is their last tour and they are going to keep recording. They've got a new album coming out this year. Right, so they're just um, – are so they recording more after this last I believe album so, yeah. They're yeah. not going back into retirement. Right. They're just not going to tour. So there's no more live shows. All right, so th- this yeah. is an interesting little segue here. Mm. Apparently, like the old school method of recording music and releasing it is is the tour. Is Does it work like when you're as big as Midnight Oil, you can just do whatever the – you want, or you can probably do whatever you like <laughs> by that stage. I imagine, yeah, right. They'd be doing okay. So, and they've had, you know, some of them have had side projects yeah, on the right. way uh, when Peter Garrett went into politics. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm excited to see them, but um, I don't know. I mean, I know a little bit of their music. You've been meaning to take me on a little musical journey, mm. but uh, we haven't haven't done that yet. But Not yet. Some point. We'll let's, get there. Let's talk about another um, lovely Australian country let's, artist. Let's. I love it. Mr. Brad Butcher. Yeah. What yeah. a name also. Do you reckon his last name is actually Butcher or do you think that's oh. a stage name? Do you think maybe his family were butchers oh. back in the day <laughs> a long time ago? Maybe. I wonder. You know? We should ask him. 
Uh, anyway, yes, yes, he has a new album. Yes. It was just released um, on <laughs> – here we go. It was released on the 14th of January. It has 15 tracks and uh, it's 54 <laughs> minutes and 55 seconds long. Some of these facts are actually correct, aren't <laughs> That's they? Right. We did look up uh, them on Spotify. <laughs> the album's called Storyteller. It is. And it's awesome. It's, uh, it's it is great. awesome and it was album of the week on the the ABC yeah. uh, a few weeks back. It was a real cruisy listen. There was some really fun tracks in there but we were listening to it on the way back from Toowoomba. A gig in Toowoomba. Mm-hmm. A couple of hours drive. Yeah. And we listened to the whole thing. That was it was a great listen. I think you know sometimes when you listen to an album these days I know a few albums we've listened to in the past recently a lot of the tracks Kind of all sound this. Not, I mean, they don't sound the same, but it's like you're listening to the same song, just done slightly differently. <laughs> you know, backwards. Yeah, yeah, not backwards. <laughs> um, and so it really makes for an uninteresting ride. Uh, but this album of Brad's was not like that at all and um, no. there's a lot the of first, different... The first track, was it called Cutting the Grass? Yeah. So it's a, it was, it's a story about... Cutting the grass? Cutting my grass, I'm not sure. But Cutting cut, the grass cut is a story about, I think, about the world we live in with yeah. COVID and yeah, the, the lack of musical opportunity for artists mm-hmm. playing live. Yeah. And so he had to take up a... A job as a grass cutter. Yeah. yeah it's great. <laughs> it's, yeah, great but Anyway, tune. well great done tune. to Brad yeah. Butcher. What other news? What let's other let's news move we've abroad. We've, we've abroad. Chatted, 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 is that even a word? I don't know. <laughs> we've <laughs> spoken. We have spoken. <laughs> we have chatted. About a couple of Aussie artists. Let's, let's move on. And it, look, it's big news at the moment, mm. but I'm not really abreast of the whole situation. <laughs> But let's chat about Adele and uh, her tearful Instagram video and cancelling her Vegas shows um, but also then announcing that she's playing at the Brits. Let's talk about it. I feel like you know more about the scenario than I do. Look, I probably don't, yeah. <laughs> okay. to be honest. I'm glad we put but this on our little agenda. No, you know, like I occasionally – like every, literally every day, <laughs> go onto Apple News yeah. and scroll through, mostly looking for, if I'm honest, football news. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I've noticed the whole Adele Las Vegas scenario where she had to cancel the shows last minute and people had bought tickets. Was it because that... Oh, it's speculation. Ah, uh, right. So we don't Your actually Honor. know the facts. Yeah. So. Well, I think Adele would know the facts, right? Yeah, well, yeah. And probably some other people close to her. What but has news Adele News said? is news, right? Has she said she just whether said, said she couldn't. she couldn't perform the show at the level that she wanted to perform the show. Right. And, you know, people are speculating that it's a whole bunch of other things. I'm not going to get into any of those. <laughs> But the thing that kind of strikes me is that a lot of people have paid for tickets. Yeah. And like some people have paid thousands of dollars for tickets and haven't, nobody's been refunded. Oh. Yet the show hasn't been rescheduled. That's risky business. Um, so she hasn't been able to perform. But the thing, you know, apparently she's playing at the Brit Awards um, that may or have already happened by the time this podcast goes live. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but people are up in arms about her not being able to do Vegas because they've and they've got tickets and people have booked flights to go and they haven't been able yeah, to get yeah, reimbursed yeah. from the airlines and all that stuff. So anyway, um, I don't know. I mean, the album apparently is amazing. 
I listened to it once and uh, it was all right. <laughs> Tell us what you thought no, the you other know, guy. I, I, don't re- <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember it. Um, but anyway, you so, know, she's, she's <laughs> I a mean, talent I feel and like there's that some controversy, itself, yeah. right? <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah. Let's but, move on. Let's let's move on from Adele because I mean she's in the news enough. Hmm. Other news: Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan apparently selling his con- catalog to Universal for three hundred dollars. Just a cruisy three oh, million. Three hundred uh, million. <laughs> three hundred million. That's right. Uh, well done, Bob. Can you imagine? Oh, what's he going to spend the money on? All right. Let, look, if you cheese. Three hundred million dollars worth of cheese, man. That'd have to be some real stinky, tasty cheese. So he's worked so hard. He's worked so long. He's given so much. And if you had a catalogue like Bob Dylan, yes, would you sell it for three hundred million? Yeah, you would. Why not? Like, I don't know if he's performing much anymore. Would you take any less? (laughs) (laughs) Two hundred ninety nine. What did well Bruce Springsteen sold his yeah, catalogue? I don't know how much for, for. Uh, more than that. I think it was. Was it? It was like four hundred and fifty or something. Ah, oh, like see, I'd be if I was Bob, I'd be like Bruce sold his for this much. I'd at least need to get four hundred and fifty one million. I don't know. I don't even know if he did it recently, but it was in the news recently. That's all I'm saying. So. We'll try pop that in our show notes um, as well. But the other big news. That we alluded to at the beginning was the whole Spotify thing. Yeah. And um, the, the deal with um, Neil Young um, removing his catalogue from Spotify. That's right. And a whole bunch of people now. Because yeah. you taking... have your music on Spotify. That's right. I and I think the deal was that, and <laughs> once again, none of this should be taken as gospel. <laughs> but I think it was about Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. And some misinformation either by him or people, guests of his about COVID. Yeah. And vaccinations and that kind of thing. And Neil Young essentially said to Spotify, well, it's either my music or his podcast. Yeah. And they chose Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. So Neil Young has removed his music. Joni Mitchell, obviously a, a friend uh, and colleague, has also removed her music. Yeah, from can Spotify. we just segue for a minute? You've you Please. have a short little um, story about Joni Mitchell, don't you? A little brush with fame. I do have a brush with yeah, fame. Yeah, tell us about it. I once that. knew her partner, ex partner, um, Don Field. Don Field. <laughs> once again. <laughs> um, that may be not not correct. But anyway, Don um, when I was in Canada yeah. Uh, in Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. Saskatoon specifically, yeah. uh, which is where Joni grew up. Yeah. Um, I played a couple of tunes on stage with Don and in a pub and on the wall hanging – wall on, on the wall of the pub next to the stage was a big old um, mat, floor mat or something that used to be in Joni's house. Oh. Um, also, obviously, it was Don, so he was – her partner at yep. the time, and, and you said, "I really like that, Joni. Could I can have I it? have it? No, but Don <laughs> did in the in the in zero degree temperature in the middle of Canada. I was wearing a cotton long sleeve shirt, mm. freezing. Uh, there was no wind chill, which was good. And Don was kind enough to give me his scarf off 
around from around his neck and let me have it. And to this day, it is somewhere in my luggage. Right. So you didn't meet Joni. I never met Joni. However, my friend Tess, who I was travelling with at the time, did speak to Joni on the phone one day. Right. Okay. Well, the brush wasn't quite as close as I remembered, but mm. look, well. it's, it counts. Yeah. Okay. So do we think that this might be the start of Spotify's fall from grace? No, no, because your music's on Spotify. I don't think it's that at all necessarily because – and that's part of the reason that we um, were doing this podcast is because podcasts are very popular things these days. So it may be an avenue for you as a musician to kind of reach out. You know, it seems like this groundswell and a movement's kind of started because, you know, artists, particularly independent artists without – millions and billions of streams and followers Mm. have always kind of um, had qualms with how Spotify uh, remunerates them. Uh, And so I'm wondering if this is going to create like a bit of a groundswell and go, well, there's better ways to get your music out there. Possibly. Um, Time will will tell. Exactly. I don't know. I also wonder how far this is going to go. You know, we're talking about some disagreements uh, on the whole COVID situation. What happens in other scenarios where, you know, people have podcasts and things on there where people make sexist or derogatory or discriminatory comments and artists who don't agree with that? Like how how far do we go? Where does the line get drawn now? You know, Mm. what I wonder how that's... I, I mean, we don't have the answers here, but <laughs> <laughs> and even if we did, they probably wouldn't be right. So, shall we move on? Yes, we should. Let's do it. What's next? I said, "Hey, what's going on?" So, what's been going on? Let's talk about songwriting. You've right. been busy. We've been busy. I was going to say, we, we never not write together these days. So we have been busy. I mean, we were on a, I don't know, a bit of a writing hiatus for six months. So I mean, some people year. call it a hiatus. Other people call it a slump. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's been really nice. This, this year we've kind of, in the last three weeks, we've written three songs. And uh, started another yeah. one just this afternoon. Um, it's been really interesting to get back into songwriting because it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, when you don't practice it, it's it, it gets a bit hard. Um, yeah. It's harder to find the lyric and the melody and, you mm. know, flesh it out. And yeah. and I know with, with myself during the songwriting process, if I'm, if I'm writing – and I haven't done it for a while, I get back to that uncomfortable teenage girl point of being real shy and thinking that all my ideas are shite. So (laughs) Yeah, when only a handful of them are, right? (laughs) Well, thank you. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I just mean that you've got to, you know, not everything that's going to come out is going to be gold. Like that doesn't happen. No, that's right. So That's right. you just got to work through the fact that that is just always the case. Yeah, see, and me being a bit of a, I mean, I'm not totally a perfectionist, but, you know, Mm. I like things to be right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, interestingly, I was reading a little bit about um, 
Now, this might be controversial because he's been in a little bit of trouble recently. Um, But an artist whose music I really like, make that distinction, Ryan Adams, Mm -hmm. uh, for one of his albums, he's very quite prolific, he wrote up to 80 songs for an album that has about 11 tracks on it. Oh, man. Would would you like to hear the rest of those? I sure would. Yeah, absolutely. That's a lot, so, of, that's a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is, yeah. I would love to be as, what do you call that, prolific mm. as that, um, hopefully. Well, let's talk about the songs that we've been writing. Let's yeah, talk about sure. um, how you found that experience in the last couple of days. Yeah, well, t- well um, one of them we wrote when, late Jan, late January. Yeah. And um, Well, you know, it's only the uh, something to February, yeah. 3rd of February. So it was only like <laughs> um, a, week or, a week or so ago, a week yeah, or two. So, well, we played it a couple of times. We wrote that tune. I, I've got it open here. I'm just going to have a look, quick little look at the lyrics and um, remind myself. It's called Days Gone By. It is. Uh, yeah, so it was Days Gone By, yes, as... The other guy said, um, so, you know, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, right, I write songs, no, wait, sometimes we write songs that are from more of like a personal, internal perspective and sometimes we write songs that are kind of telling a story that aren't necessarily factual um, from our own lives or experiences. And I feel like um, we've written a mixture of both this year, which is cool. I, I really like doing that because um, we've had success writing in both formats. Um, so this this last song, Days Gone By, is more of a tune about... Um, blank. Yeah. You had a mental blank. I did. Um you're right. You in there? I'm here. I'm here. It's a tune <laughs> from like a an outside perspective, not necessarily something that um, has happened to me personally. Um, but but really, it's a, it's a tune about you know revisiting the memories of your past, and instead of regretting them or being upset about them or um, you know, wanting to sit with them. It's about toasting them and reflecting and remembering and then just moving forward. Mm. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a fun little tune, that one. Um, one, uh, I'll talk about the other one that we wrote kind of from an outsider's perspective as well because, I mean, a lot of music is about relationships, right, and breakups and all that kind of stuff. And uh, look... I'm going to divulge some personal information here. I've only had a handful of relationships in my life um, and I've only been through a couple of of breakups. So I've got some experience to draw on but I've never really been uh, privy to what it feels like to be totally cheated on or betrayed by by a partner. So... Um, this, this, this song called player number one, um, (laughs) which can have a few different meanings. It, um, it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's not alluding that the dude cheated. It's kind of alluding to the fact that he might 
and she knows about it and uh, she's like got the upper hand um, saying that, you know, she found out and it's game over, buddy. You're going down. <laughs> you know? Game over. Um, but let me I've, – I feel like I've saved the best for last here. And now I don't know if this song – it's really fresh. We wrote two songs in one day um, this week just passed and that has like not happened ever. It was kind of like it was just all flowing out everywhere. And there were two very different songs. The first one was player number one and then we wrote this song called Leavin'. Um, and it's it's a bit of a ballad, I, I reckon, um, and hopefully a bit of an anthem. It's 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 a sad. I feel like it's a sad song, and I mean sometimes I feel bad putting sad songs out into the world because I feel like you know you should always be like empowering and yeah, go you. But but that's not life. Life is swings and roundabouts. Yeah. <laughs> phrase we've heard a few times in the last few months. Um, <laughs> so for the last few months I've been feeling um, a little lost in my personal uh, situation in my career life and just not really knowing what I'm doing with my life and where it's going and feeling like I can't continue on the path that I was on. And so it was really nice to kind of flesh that out in a song. And I didn't really realise it was happening until we kind of wrote the second verse um, of this song. But it it's effectively about just walking away, leaving everything and letting it go, I guess. Um, that's really kind of cathartic to mm. write about. Um, we we might play a bit of that tune now. What do you reckon? Okay. Let me just grab my guitar. <laughs> this is leaving, folks. Hopefully they like that. We haven't we haven't played it uh, live before, so no, not for cool. anyone anyway. Cool. 
Okay, so uh, we're going to hopefully in future podcasts have uh, some guests on. Yeah. Uh, tonight we have the cat <laughs> and he, he's pretty quiet. He's just asleep. Yeah. So that's all we've got. Um, so we'll just move on, I guess, to the next, uh, the next subject. You should see the other guy. Let's pass it over to the other guy. Thanks, Luke Combs, for that intro. <laughs> um, all right, I'm excited about this because right. you are going to insert a topic here that I have no idea what Well, today it is. it's going to be AFCON. I don't know what that means. I, just, I guessed you wouldn't. <laughs> but uh, we're talking. Oh, what, what could that a- um, acronym mean? AFCON. Well, it's it stands for the African Cup of Nations, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's a football tournament, of course, in it's Africa. Football related. Um, competing, people competing uh, to be the best team in Africa. Okay. Um, now I go for uh, two clubs: mm. Barcelona and Liverpool. Well, neither of them are in Africa, are they? No, <laughs> neither of them. Okay. But they do have players who play for them. Okay. In fact, two Liverpool players are both from Africa. One's right. Egyptian, Mohamed Salah, mm-hmm. and another one, uh, Sadio Mane, is uh, Senegalese from Senegal. So, I don't know where that so is. So, currently, <laughs> it's in Africa. Yeah. Um, so, currently, um, the semi-finals are on today. This morning, early this morning, our time, uh, Senegal beat Burkina Faso 3-1, I think it was. Burkina Faso, is that a team name? Yep, that's a country. It's the name of a country. (laughs) See, now you're really making me look stupid. That's okay. Hey, geography isn't my strong point, people. Um, But anyway, so (laughs) Senegal won and they're going into the final. Mm. Um, And I think it's tomorrow morning that Egypt play. for a chance to go into the final. They play Cameroon, who are the hosts. So it's being held in Cameroon. Right. And is, that like, is, is Cameroon... <laughs> also in Africa. No. I, yeah, <laughs> I assumed. Yeah. Um, you know that, that there used to be like this uh, computer game, this video game? Carmen... Huh? Uh, San Diego. Santiago. Oh, Santiago. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. where where in the world is Carmen Santiago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, no, yeah, that's no. so it's got nothing to do with Cameroon. All right, cool. No, no nothing. Um, Carmen, <laughs> Cameroon. I can see where you, yeah, thanks. Where you went yep. with that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but anyway, so hopefully Egypt will get through. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel sad for the people from Cameroon because their team won't. Uh, get to host it, but, mm. but not everyone can win, can they? Mo and uh, Sadio will get to play in the final, and that is uh, the update from the other guy. <laughs> but anyway, wow. we're on to the next segment. On the radio, on the radio. Oh man, I that album from Regina Spector, which is a fitting segue, might I add. Uh, I forget what it's called, that album. We'll, we'll add that in the show notes. Um, yeah. it, That's a great, it, some great really album. great tunes that on that song, album. That lovely song, Samson. Yes. You know that one? We, should, we should cover that song. Yeah, you think, yeah. Um, maybe. maybe give it a go. Yeah. I mean, Regina Spector's range is not really like mine, but anyway. I've seen her play, actually. 
Have you? Yeah. Was she yeah. engaging or did Not she like sit at, Yeah, okay, she, I imagine. It wasn't very um, – it wasn't as engaging as I imagined it to be because, I mean, she's playing, sitting behind the piano. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's – you know, I feel like though you, uh, nothing against Regina Spector. I think she's amazing. I feel like, and obviously that's just her show. You know, some people like to be crazy mm. on stage, and other people like to sit behind their piano and let their work shine, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but if it's after engaging shows, like I f- think that there's a way you can do that and still sit behind the piano, i.e., Lady Gaga. True. Mm. I also saw Billy Joel play. Yeah. And he sits behind a piano. However. His piano revolved, so <laughs> Regina probably couldn't afford the revolve. Yeah, anyway. fair enough. Uh, anyway, yeah. so what have you been listening to, the other guy? Or are oh. we just going to do it as a, like a joint thing because we listened to I think so, together. and I th- I'm more interested to hear what you've been listening to oh, okay. because, you know, it is Frank's for listening. It um, is. All right, well, I kind of had this Not the convert. other guy for listening. <laughs> Doesn't have the Terrible same ring title. to it. Um so we played a gig at, as in you and I, the yes. other guy and I. Yeah. Uh, we played a gig at Twin Towns not too long ago with the lovely Grant Garethy on drums and uh, Mr. Mike Mills on bass. Mm. For and those of you who don't know, that is on the Gold Coast, on the eastern coast of Australia, in case right. you're listening From overseas. Overseas, yeah. Um, I and Grant asked this question of Mike and myself in one of our breaks and I thought it was really refreshing because, you know, normally people are just like, oh, how's the weather and, oh, COVID, how about that pandemic? Uh, and Grant was like, so what It was the last album you listened to like on repeat that you really loved and mm. why? Yeah. And I was like, man, that's that's what a cool dude. What a cool guy <laughs> and a great drummer. Yeah, great drummer, my God. Um for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Grant has played with John Butler, Pete Murray, a bunch of other people. Xavier Wright, I, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Alu. Going well. A bunch of other awesome musos. Um, anyway, and my answer was very swiftly um, Brandy Carlisle's brand new album. Um, I want to say it's called These Silent Days, but I feel like I could be wrong. It's something like that. But I have been spoken this album on my social media, Laura Frank Music, um, for some time now. I have listened to this album on repeat for, I don't know, since it was released and I still cannot get enough of it. Um, was what, I right? What did you call it? These Silent Days. Yeah, it's called In These Silent Days. In These Days. Silent Days, yes, yes, yes. Thanks, Google. I was close. Um, so I love this album because, one, Brandy can just tell a story like no other. Um, and her vocal performance is just like out of this world. Um, one moment she can just be singing like the sweetest thing and the next minute she's just growling and crying her head off. It's incredible yeah. what she can do with her her voice. Um, and I mean there's not a single song that I skip on this album which is so rare. <laughs> These days, um, there was. Is it, is there it was rare one. that you listen to an album from the first track to the last track? 
You know, because there's so much about playlisting and you've, yeah. you can make your own playlist. You can listen to all those curated playlists and how often do you actually listen to... From front to back. From Yeah, the way that the artist has made the album. It was... Even not on... I mean, the shuffle, right? So For the period of time between CDs and streaming, it was rare mm. um, for me to do that. Like I would listen to... I mean, I grew, I was born in the 80s, proudly, luckily, and I grew up in the 90s. So I listened to CDs and, um, you know, you would listen to that from beginning to end. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it was rare and then it was not rare. Yeah. And now I, with your influence... The other guy. I, um, <laughs> I try and do it more often because I realise, you know, artists don't just choose a whole bunch of songs and randomly chuck them on a, no. on a record for, a, for no reason. There's, mm. there's kind of a method to the madness and they, they've put them in that order because that's the order they want you to listen to them mm. in. So as we've seen with Adele restricting shuffle and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other the other thing that we listened to the other night was John Mellencamp's latest That's right. album, Strictly one, Strictly a One Eyed Jack. Yes. Mm. Now, when I f- first put that on, mm. and you hadn't heard, and you didn't know, it didn't sound at all like the John Mellencamp I remember. And the last time I listened to one of his songs would have been would have not one of his songs, one of his albums would have been in the nineties sometime. Yeah. And he sounded like Tom Waits. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like this growling thing. Yeah. And I had to look up how old he was. He's 70. Um, Go, John. But it was just, yeah, it was a really lovely listen. And Bruce Springsteen features on three of the tracks and co-wrote three of the tracks on the album. Um, um, but, it, yeah, it's really I mean, you're not going to find tunes really like... Uh, <laughs> cherry, cherry, cherry bomb, bomb on there. <laughs> no, or Jack and Diane. No, nothing like that. No, um, but I was, I was really, um, really happy to hear him singing yeah. again. I mean, he's been he's been releasing things. I just haven't heard them because mm. I just haven't been on the radar of John Mellencamp. But anyway, yeah. Uh, let's move on. So what's going on in your Mr. George Strait. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. Great country so, artist. What's coming up for Laura Frank? All right. Really quickly because I know we're running out of time. Yeah. Um, all right. Again, if you follow my socials, Laura Frank Music, um, you would have seen the new addition to our family. We already have um, our lovely cat, Mr. Kevin Bacon, uh, our lovely Labrador, Dennis, and the cutest little rescue Jack Russell Winnie. Um, But we have since added another furry friend to the pack. Mm -hmm. Four-legged. Four-legged. His name is Stanley and he is a boar goat. A boar goat. That's right. He's only a month old. He's a month old. old. Starting to cause some chaos. He is. He is like... Knocked over a guitar earlier. (laughs) That wasn't good. No, no. (laughs) <laughs> started chewing on all the cables when we were setting up to do this podcast. That's right. But really, he I I I Switch. am going to be like I think everyone needs to meet a tiny goat in their life because mm. they are the sweetest, most affectionate. Just they're like a dog. 
in yeah. a goat body. Yeah. <laughs> goat ears, those ears are just he amazing. He is the sweetest thing and he's currently sleeping inside but um, I, d- I don't know how we're going to make the move to the outsides, mm. which he was supposed to to come with a friend but, you know, that that was some unfortunate news. His, his brother passed. But so we got him by himself and so he's just become a dog goat. Um, so now, don't know. Anyway, cool. so, so that's that's the newest thing in our world. What about music-wise? What's ha- coming What's up? Coming doing, up? You're doing a bit of a tour. Yep. Or we're doing a bit of a tour. We are doing a bit of a tour. Um, we're going to be doing a tour called The Pink Vines Tour with the lovely Jade Holland and Tyler Rodriguez. Um, and we're heading to a bunch of venues, but the first couple um, are at the end of Feb, one's at the Dag Pub which I know Jade has been really dying to play at this pub and I know another bunch of, um, you know, country artists have, have played there, like the Wolf Brothers. Um, so we'll be there on the 25th of Feb and you can get your ticks now at OzTix. If you go to OzTix and type in Pink Vines, it'll pop up. Um, and I'll also put the link in the show notes. Uh, then we're heading off to CBD Live in Southport as well, which is on um, the Saturday night, the 26th. Um, plus there's another whole string of dates happening after that. So check out the social media pages and um, keep an update um, on that. We also have another little gig. We're heading to Chinchilla yeah. on the 19th of February. Now I haven't been to Chinchilla before. Mm. We're Ho- gonna hopefully the podcast will have... Landed before, before then, then, but it may or may not have. So we'll make it we'll happen. See. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're heading to Club Hotel on the 19th of Feb. Um, and also another fun thing that's coming up is the video shoot. We're planning a video shoot for our next single. Well, sorry, my next single. Yeah. Um, which which we hoping. wrote together. That's right. That's, that's what you mean when you say our next single. I do. Yeah. I do. So it's going to be uh, a bigger undertaking this time. We're planning on building a whole bunch of sets and mm. – um, and I hope they don't fall over. That's right. Yeah. But stay tuned for that because, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a big one. We can we can do it. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can. We build a house. Yeah. <laughs> if we yeah. can build a house, we can build nine sets. Yes. One Easy. one set with night change nine, nine times. Yeah. You're giving too much away. What's our last segment? Um, all right, we've we've picked a topic out of our little topic jar. I'm we just wrote a whole bunch of random stuff down. We're just going to have a quick chat about and it. And what is it? Uh, it is the next James Bond. What? All so, right, so we were speculating who is going to be the next be? James Bond. Who? Nick was explaining to me how it works because I wasn't quite on – I mean, I knew there were a whole bunch of – different James Bonds, but I thought it was kind of one big long series, but he no. explained to me that it isn't. No. No. Well, so. they made the last the last four films, the four films with Daniel Craig as a mm. as a piece, I guess. Right. So who, so who it, it I had no idea who was speculated story. to be the next James Bond, but Nick had some ideas. Look, I think a couple of years ago Idris Elba was yep. was touted as being the next one. I I read Recently, that Tom Hardy um, mm-hmm. was a, a, a possible, um, but also, and I don't know the guy's name, but he was in that TV show. Um, there was a lot of speculation about 
seeing somebody's naked frontage. That's Tom Hardy, mate. No, not Tom Hardy. Um, it was like it's kind of like a Downton Abbey kind of scenario oh. show. It was on Netflix, I and know. I don't know what it was called. But anyway, the lead guy from that, right. um, he is also okay. Possible. So, so who knows? I mean, it could be. Who's your pick? Who do you want? Who do who would I really want to be the next James yeah. Bond? Uh, so, <laughs> me maybe I could give it a crack. <laughs> That would be ridiculous. It would be. I, look, I, I... I don't know. And I, I think that whoever does it is going to have their work cut out for them. Big shoes to and fill. And they will have to make something different. Like Daniel Craig came in. When James Bond before used to be real suave and sophisticated and Daniel Craig is like rugged. When he first walked out in yeah. that first film, just in his shorty shorts out of the yeah. water yeah. and every person... Of course you remember just that. ...just went... Melted, <laughs> and it—it uh, it was just this edgy ruggedness, yeah. and that's what they created with him the whole time. And so they'll have to do something different with somebody else. I don't think they could try to replicate that. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, all right, chit chatty. Um, so I look. I suggested Matthew McConaughey. Uh, you did. <laughs> yeah. Nick told me that was a bad idea. I just don't um, know if it'd be. I mean, he's a he's a good actor. What about someone like Liam Neeson? No, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I just what I what I don't think they can do is they. I don't think they can put somebody who is already. Uh, re- it's it's kind of like the only time I really remember that being done is when Harrison Ford went and was Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Right. I just don't know that somebody like Liam Neeson could be that guy mm. who we all know yep. and then go and be James Bond yeah. as well. Anyway, hoping for speculation. Who knows? We'd love to know what you guys think, so Brilliant. write us a note. <laughs> <laughs> Send us some mail. I'm amazed that that's the random topic that you just drew out. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy coincidence. Um and that, that's it. That's it. That's the end. Well, thanks for listening, folks. That has been podcast number one with uh, Laura Frank and the other guy. Thank you. Um, we've really enjoyed uh, doing this, I think. So yeah. uh, please like, subscribe, follow, all the things. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and uh, all the other digital streaming platforms. And uh, we'll be back to you soon with thanks for listening. Frank! Thanks for listening with Laura Frank and the other guy. 